brought you here, my co-hosts? I don't know. Seems a little suspicious. Seems a little sus. Malachi, what say you? <laughs> they held a gun up to my head. What? You know too much. I don't know enough. I'm shooting both guns at Malachi. Who are you aiming at? I'm kind of just aiming at... I think at Malachi, I don't... My eyesight's real bad. I'm not wearing my glasses. Malachi is aiming at both of us right now. Not on my end, but probably on your... Why are we doing a visual gag on our podcast? Look, I, mean, I the wasn't best exactly part doing of that. I was podcast, okay, is the visual gag. We've been doing it this whole time. That's true. We've, We've been doing this for years. <laughs> We're okay. professionals. We've recorded in the same location, the same location that our grandpappas did, and their grandpappas too. I hope I'm not doing the same content as my grandfather. I'm sure our grandfathers will all get along. So the other night, I oh, had a really cursed thought. I was like, hey, what if, hey, what if, what if our dad started podcasting at this? Are we going to keep this? Should we keep this all in? Like, I like this stuff. But like, this in theory is supposed to be a we don't have to keep talking about we this. Can talk we don't want to lose all this great content. Content. So community. What's the deal with community? What's the deal with Theron? Oh, jeez. Louise, what, you, you try to do a stand-up and someone oh, just yells, geez. what's the deal with airline Louise. food in the and background? What's the deal with the bees? What's the deal with airline food in the background? What's the deal with the bees? What's the deal with the bees? Did I just put Jerry Seinfeld in the context? by doing a Jerry Seinfeld impression very poorly. Possibly? I don't know. Fuck Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, yeah, fuck Jerry Seinfeld, but he didn't really make an airline food joke. That was a, that was a first thing. Yeah. So, 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 so. What, uh, what episode of Community are we going over today? Uh... Jerf, what's it called? It's a conspiracy. I forget the exact title. I think it's like episode, uh, I think it's it's season two. I think it's like episode nine or eight. Conspiracy theories and interior design. Alternate title, conspiracy theories and soft defense. It says. Excuse me. Anyways. Uh, Jerf. Can I dye your hair? I mean, like, logistically, sure, if you wanted to. Like, can I just, like, come over and, like, put the products in your hair and, like, chill with you and we can, like, eat brownies and stuff? I mean, if you wanted to, sure. Like, we, I, I would, like, gladly have you. Can COVID end already? 
I want to hang out with my friends. <laughs> like, I, I'm literally just saying, "Hey, Jer, you wanna you wanna hang out sometime in in the meat space?" Yeah. Outside of the. Like, <laughs> go. Like, I can pretty regularly function as a person, especially since, as time of recording, it is the two-week mark of me getting my COVID vaccine. So, like, I'm not going to die, but I'm still going to wear my mask because I could make someone else accidentally die if I'm carrying it. Yeah. I'm uh, looking forward to being able to get vaccinated. Uh, Mm -hmm. Probably soon. Hopefully soon. Hopefully. Uh... Everyone uh, needs to get vaccinated if they uh, can. And, yeah, we need to watch a community episode. True. I forgot to mention that we are, in fact, inside a well called Love, but it's a very different well. Like, I I just feel like it's very small. Like, we're literally wading in water right now, and I saw some, like, we saw some people walk by, and one of them, like, threw, like, a tiny roach in here, and then they got like really happy. It was pretty cool. Wait, there was a roach. Like a the, the, a little bit of weed, you know. Like the end of a joint. Hey, I even know what a roach is. Jeremy. Which one? Geeks and Gamers, The Quartering, or Jeremy Renner? Yeah, all three at Our the same time somehow. All four. <gasps> Cinemasins, then. I mean, I don't... I, I'm, like, the least familiar with Cinemasins. Like, I even... Why is there a Geeks and Gamer... Oh, God damn it! Why is there a Geeks and Gamers sports channel? Wait, What? There's a Geeks and Gamers sports channel where they cover sports. For a second, I got I thought I was getting told I was shouting too loud, but it was my sister asking me if I could kill a stink bug. Um, so I, which do you think would be more interesting? If I didn't mute, I want to kill the stink bug, or if I muted? I think if you don't mute, that'd be funny. <laughs> Eric, what are you doing here? This place is full of podcasters. Uh, well, well, Jerf does their thing. I'll uh, still be. You can still hear me, and I can still hear you. That's the true. great part of Bluetooth technology. That's the great part about podcasting. <laughs> so while Jerf is doing that, um, I just remembered that I have a. I don't know why I was about to show the camera. I have a two terabyte hard drive that Kev got me. Thank you, Kevin. Damn. Two terabytes? Yeah. That's like, damn. That's a lot. Is that, is that a hard drive or an SSD? It's a hard drive, I believe. Two terabyte. All tray mobile hard drive, yeah. Oh, yeah. I. For the record, I, I'm pretty sure I have either a one terabyte or a two terabyte SSD in my I only got a. I got half a terabyte, I think. Yeah, five, I, I have a 500 gigabyte SSD in here. I've been meaning to buy a, a one terabyte SSD. But, like, 
Who's got the time? Now I can have all of my stuff in case my computer shits itself and deletes all of the stuff mm. that like happened with my old computer. You can use that as your backup drive. Yeah. But also, if it's a if it's like a standard hard drive and not an external hard drive, mounting it is like a, a particular thing too. I think it's external. Oh, dope. Remember, so don't put a magnet on it. Why would I put a magnet on it? I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes people forget. Erica, what are you doing here? This place is full of stink bugs. Wait a second. Are we going to cut every time that we say Erica? I mean, I mean... Do you want to know what the sound of water running in reverse is? Versus, versus, versus. I'm just, I'm working in a way for me to wash the stink bug smell off my hands. Sorry. Ah. That's fair, friend. What was I going to say? I have I, no idea. I, I conceptually understand the, uh, the, like, the idea of an inward pass. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be that, like, Here's how it was explained to me when I was given my first inward pass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, this was more like my fourth inward pass because, as I pointed out, when they gave a general all Latinos can say it, that also has to mean me. Yeah. Know? There's also exactly. like a rich history of indigenous people and like African slaves living in communities yeah. away from, uh, like, yeah. like in early colonization, like runaway slaves would often join indigenous communities. Yeah, um, and also you have to fight for your right to say the N word. To not get genocided. I'm a word. God, performative wokeness from Malachi, as what? usual. What? To not get genocided? Here, what? Hey, I, 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 that the joke was that me and Jeff said like the same joke answer, and you just said the straightforward thing. So I'm just like. Performative wokeness. Hey, to be yeah. fair, I've been reading about genocide literally all day. I had my Nazi Germany class, and I'm currently oh. reading two books for that class that are all about one's about queer identities uh, before like 1800 and 1945, and then uh, the other one is about interpretations uh, about Nazi Germany and why some of them are bad and wrong and stupid and bad. What was the... All right, but here, here's the thing. All right, when I was given my first in-word pass, I was told, you can say it when you're talking with me and our homies. And that's when it's cool. I'm like, but what about the general Latino one? And they're like, okay, yeah, technically, yeah, you can just say it whenever you want because I agree with it. Latinos can. And I was like, okay, I don't think this is a good idea, but you've accidentally <laughs> given me a word to use a lot. Like, that's how it should be used. It shouldn't be like, oh, one black person is okay with me saying the N-word around them when yeah. it's just our private conversation. So therefore, I can say it whenever I want is a really dumb and reductive position. <laughs> My, my current position is that I'll only say it if a black person uh, hires me to do either a, like a role, basically. Only acting. I probably wouldn't even like sing a song with the N-word if I was hired to by a black person who wrote it. If I was hired to... It depends on the context. Yeah, I, I would... If I'm acting and I'm hired by a black writer and I like... 
on a project like that and they want me to say it, I'll say it. But like, like if I'm otherwise... in a historical fiction where I'm playing like a racist, like it depends on the narrative. Like, am I saying the N word as a joke to just say the N word, <clears throat> Quentin Tarantino, or am I like using it for like historical accuracy yeah, about I... like how people used language then? Because those are two different things. <laughs> There's a difference between what Mark Twain wrote and like what Quentin Tarantino does. Yeah, I, both I good artists in their own right, but like not great. Personally, in uh, in 2021, I would personally like, fr- I would personally like uh, have things set up so like when someone goes to say the N word, they like start to say it, then something, then a sound happens, so you don't really hear it each time. Yeah. You know? I don't personally want to ever use it in my own art. Uh, Unless there actually, I do have a character that I'm going to write that probably is going to say the N word, but he's also the villain and shown to be a dumb reactionary fuckhead. So like, okay. And again, I would also make it so that no one actually ends up saying the N word. Yeah. So Hitler goes to say the N word. Hitler goes to say the N-word, and then uh, Hitler then comes out. Time travel to, yeah, to the a time-traveling Hitler comes out. We just so it, beat up Hitler. No, Hitler goes to the N-word, but then is Hitler saying the N-word? A second Hitler comes out of a time-travel portal and beats up Hitler. <laughs> it's like, no, you fool. That's a bad idea. Don't do that. Wait, is it going to become like the Rick and Morty snake thing where it's just like it's one one Hitler, then another Hitler, then it's just like there's 50 Hitlers that are time traveling into this room killing each other? Yes! Just a massacre of Hitlers? It would be pretty epic to watch. Too bad that that or, means we or, have to credit Hitler with killing Hitler again. Or as a murder. Antron yelled the N-word. Which time? There's like a 15-minute compilation of just the game Grump saying the N-word. You gotta hand it to uh, the ones who aren't in there. Wait, no, they suck too. Fuck! Boy. I just don't want it to come out that Barry Kramer's a piece of shit. I like him. He's he's he he does good content. Okay, hear me out. If you had to teach a fake if you had to teach a fake college course, okay? Yeah. What would you teach? Would you teach Game Grumps the history of Game Game Grumps? I think I might do clash just on like either Phil Oaks or Wilco. Or just like even just like pick like five musicians and just be like, ah yes, the key to under understanding modern music. Led Belly, Phil Oaks, Orange. Um, but I mean, there's actually probably a few different things that I could fake teaching a curriculum on. But but what would what would y'all teach if you had to? Uh, a brief explanation on, uh, I don't know. On Vice? Uh, no, the Robert Evans uh, already. I mean, I could just teach Robert Evans' book. Teach class. that book as, like, the core curriculum. Uh, put in some readings from, like, like have a section on Ken Kesey uh, and Hunter S. Thompson, and then you can tie that in to talking about, like, writing about uh, Vice in the context of specifically new journalism. 
that arose during the 1960s. Oh, like I mean, Vice. That is com? a connecting course. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're just describing like an actual college class. Sorry. Like, are we talking? Okay, you're asking someone who wants to become a college professor what class they want to teach. Do you want a meme answer or an actual answer? Yeah, so. Uh, uh, you said academics can't be a meme. I, that's true. That's meme true. is actually an academic term. Well, okay. <laughs> you understood what I meant. Okay, so. I would love to teach a college, like, no, freshman I course. Been, I was just making a point <sighs> about memes. Like, okay, wait. I was going to say Batman, but I actually, I think I have enough, like, re- I, I, I know how to teach a class about the history of Batman and how to, like, interpret Batman as, like, multiple variant forms of art. I could actually just do that as a freshman entry-level class, like, as a, like, freshman seminar class. I could do that. Yeah. Like, Imagine if we had a podcast, <laughs> an actual podcast house, and we you act you you could have access to all of my comic collection. Basically, oh wait a second, this is just a question. This is just a trick. This is a trick to get us to pitch our video essays. I actually, I, mean, I do. Yeah. What? God, I want to teach a class on like general fascism really bad. That's like an entry level history class. That so like people understand what fascism is. Uh, one of the I, I, all right. So you know how I I told y'all that I like went on rants to my mom yesterday about a few things. Yeah, yeah. One of them was uh, I was talking about the uh, the pilgrims and how they like genocided, robbed a, robbed graves for food. Uh, the, and the way that this started was I made a joke where it was like, if you look into my eyes when I'm staring in the middle distance, you'll see a, a pilgrim robbing a grave. And you'll also see a Native American skeleton. And then you'll hear me say, yep, that's me. I bet you're wondering how I got into this situation. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to clarify, of course, that I'm, I'm both people. I'm both the skeleton and the grave robber. And I, I started talking about the, the like, how they like stole like food from like that was buried and like they robbed graves and stuff and my mom was like they knew better than that and i was like what because at first i thought she was like uh defending them and saying no that couldn't have happened but then i realized then she explained herself she was like no 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 they knew that was wrong they shouldn't have done that because they knew better like they knew those were graves they knew grave robbing was bad and i was like holy shit you're right grave robbing is like a sin (laughs) And they were like the most Christian people ever. Do you know what's weird about we are having the worst intro and in trying to explain an episode that we've had in a long time. Holy shit. I was almost Wait. about to go on a tangent about how Christian history is weird because originally the Christians didn't bury their like they buried their dead, but they were considered weirdos because at the time everyone else was cremating their dead and they were just yeah. like the reason that we have like the catacombs is because they're the only fucking ones that wanted to bury their dead. Yeah. And like fucking hell. And like here's the thing. If you like had like a, a shrine that was like someone's grave or something, it's it's yeah. like always been taboo to like go in and take that stuff. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's just been, like, a cultural taboo that you don't fuck with someone's grave. We're, we're talking about people that, like, aren't necessarily... 
They're not the most moral people. Shocker that the systems of morals they set up, they didn't keep to. Whoops, I am so shocked. Yeah. <laughs> They're lying hypocrites and always have been. Speaking of lying hypocrites, uh, that's most conspiracy theorists. Well, really? Yeah. What? I wrote an entire essay, that which I should probably review, and I would actually want to publish at some point. Like, I want to put more academic sources into it. And just be part of like a general thesis statement about how fascism is inherently conspiracy theorists. And if you, I, I find media where conspiracy theories are seen as a weird, kitschy thing kind of uh, inherently problematic because fascism, uh, on its basis, uses uh, conspiracism and as like the core of recruitment, like the the title of the essay is like fas like it's something like fascism is. Uh, or conspiracism is just a recruitment tool of fascist, which it is. Because if you look at any far right, if you look at like basically any conspiracy, you can trace it to some far right ideologue, a reactionary, or someone, or anti Semitism, just straight outright. Yeah. A lot of conspiracy theories, even the ones that like are memes at this point. Yeah. Like either started is or just still are like anti Semitic. The lizard people. The good old <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's better than what I was I was just gonna go like, ah oh, yeah, that's the good old literal JQ. Kill me. Oh, you mean uh, no, I also please. oh I also went on a rant about how George Soros is not in fact funding the left and anyone who thinks he is is uh anti-semitic anti <laughs> like that's like a literal nazi conspiracy my guys yeah. like you that the level of shit is that you accuse a jewish person of being or how do i not not that that's kind of a bad framing of it but like you know like people are so anti-semitic that they accuse soros of being a nazi collaborator right yeah. Like, I fucking hate all it's of the that worst. so much. I, I, so here's the thing. I, I was going to say, like, that's a huge contradiction, but then I was I remembered we're talking about fascists. Which is <sighs> part of the problem, yeah, because they have no ideological coherency. <laughs> like, the contradictions are a big part of it. It's not meant to make sense it's meant to make people scared yeah which is why i get mad when people define fascism in bad ways because it's not just straight authoritarianism no or it's even not straight up totalitarianism. i i also just i happen to disagree i find it a bit reductive when people say that fascism is capitalism and decay it's not that i mean Capitalism decay usually becomes fascist, but I don't think that's the only thing that is fascism. Like, did that make sense? I just feel like it's they view it as this like really easy sliding scale of oh the the capitalism is taken over and it's starting to ruin the system. Therefore, the fascism happens, which. Yeah, it's, I agree and disagree because the people who also say this also usually say that we need uh, 
uh, economic accelerationism, yep. which is a stupid and idiotic position that you shouldn't take because every time we get into bad economics, somehow the fascists seem to get into power. They say that uh, fascism is capitalism decay, but then they say that we need... To decay f- capitalism? Yeah, it's almost yeah. incoherent. Because here's the thing, if you don't think that, that like fascism is necessarily always capitalism decay or that... Yeah capitalism decay is always fascism yeah then there can be some like rationale to like accelerationism i'm not saying it's good but there is like some logic there but like if you if you straight up think it's fascism and then you ask for it (laughs) this is what people who okay this is how i see the majority of mls that i have seen online interact and if you're an ML, you're probably a decent person as long as you don't think I'm not the person I am. Because I've seen a lot of MLs be transphobic as well. Yeah. We are on a weird topic. I <laughs> We haven't watched an episode yet. Weird topic. <sighs> not the products and services because they already happened. Uh, you know what else is a weird topic? Uh... Uh 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 What is Oh I was talking to a streamer who doesn't know what they were gonna say. You know what isn't getting cut? My foreskin? Yeah. I was gonna say my foreskin as well, but it's because it already was cut. You know what? I have a choice in that. Coming to an end. (laughs) My life? No! Please! (laughs) You need to dye my hair. Okay, true. Uh, Watching this episode. Before that, we need to end this recording and watch this episode. True. Point it out. Alright, I'm hitting the button. Uh, uh, I think we're back. Yeah, we're back. (laughs) We're what bad, that we're not this, black. What's that this well what what's that this well were a time well? I wish this well were a time well. Maybe it is a time well. I mean everything around me seems to be from a completely different era than when we're from. Also Alright, the people who walked by, like one of them looked kinda like you, Jerf? And one of them kind of look like me. I don't... Wait. Where? Well, the people who, like, threw things in the well. Not not the ones who... Not, only one of them looked like me. The one that looked like me threw something what in the well. What do you mean that, that looks like me? Do you just mean, like, anyone with, like, a fucking beard looks like me? Like... <laughs> like, just the vibe. Like if you were a Goliath. What the fuck's a Goliath? I don't know. I have canonically never played D and D. What's the Nephilim? Fuck Caleb. <laughs> Look, you don't know who. Okay, hear me out. Okay, you don't know who I am. I'm not me, okay? I am a Topa version of Jeffrey, okay? You're a what version? I'm a Topa. 
I am not someone manufactured me. All right. So what you're saying is, if I pick up this gun and aim it, I am quoting lines from an episode of a show that you've seen, but you haven't seen any of this. And I feel like you'll shoot me before I get to the part where I'm playing with you. I have I, seen I, embodiment I, of death. I hear like, no you're not, death. <laughs> right, Gay Trotsky? No, Sorry. That was more Skeletor than I meant for that to sound. What the fuck are you referencing? I'm actually unironically referencing one page. There's this whole character in the third season that's an Abraham Lincoln impersonator in blackface, and he, he's supposed to represent, represent the corrupting force like of, that America is, basically. People think... <laughs> so, right, so there was this AI thing where it was like if the if presidents were in the modern day. Uh, it, the way they made Abraham Lincoln was basically Obama in white shape. <laughs> Pain. That's a lot okay. of pain. Okay, so there, it, it isn't just Obama in whiteface, but they like used Obama's body as the base template and stuff. That's not and, a, okay. Yeah. Also, oh. how do I say? It's not black. It's not like explicitly yeah. blackface in context. There's something that's happened to all of these people. Like yeah. they were in a fire, like a coal fire, where they all got coal on them. But like it yeah. manifests. I just like the also inter. I just like the impl- implications of the face of American corruption being Abraham Lincoln in blackface, basically. Yeah. No, uh, it's just, it's, it's, That's a lot. The, the reason they used uh, Obama was because he had a similar frame to Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Way. And they were using presidents as frames for other presidents. But it is still weird. It's really, the whole thing is weird. Uh, yeah. Also, it's almost like this kind of dramatic, how do it, it's like this, it's almost presented how like a conspiracy or like how, not to call fascism a conspiracy, but like the way it's presented is reminiscent. Like there's this kind of like spread of an idea. This also happens in that atomic bomb episode. I'm trying not to talk about this, but like this episode is like one of the most dense episodes of television ever produced. So like, I don't mind spoiling this because it's more like I'm giving you like a heads up so, like, you can maybe understand it on the first watch. Yeah, I, I, I do feel like this is more of a content warning. I am pretty sensitive to, like, uh, people painting their faces to look like a different race than they are. It's not it's okay, not that in context, but, yeah, like, I, literal thing of it yeah. is, like, it's hard. Production-wise, like, it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have mixed. 
I have mixed yeah. feelings on it. Yeah. Mm. Like, not to defend blackface, but sometimes that's the point. I mean, I do like the point. I'm sorry, but yeah. uh, this, I, I did not mean to do that, but, like, it is, it is something that I think of in similar, like, the stuff that this episode of Community talks about in, like, a much more, like, grounded basic level is in some ways similar to the ideas discussed in this episode of Twin Peaks somehow, just on a much more lofty, and that's, even with, yeah, sorry, I just, I, I find, I find media fascinating. Oh. I'm sorry, I'm, that's fine. I'm this very is sober a, and I'm empty. This is, of course, a podcast about Twin Peaks. God damn. I don't every, know what the fuck we're talking about. Every episode of this podcast. I'm so sorry, Malachi. This, for it's all okay. 65 I was episodes, trying to connect it. All 65, 66, 67, 68, 69 episodes of this podcast have all been about Twin Peaks. It's never been about anything else. Hey, our last episode, our most recent episode was uh, 64, and I did some Beatles references in the sh- show notes. If, well, not sure. The t- description. Well, Ben I'm not sure if you noticed. I noticed. So, yeah, I, 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 throw in, I throw in stuff for the friendies. When but, I'm 64 episodes. Speaking of transitions, you know what we're doing currently? Being trans? <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we're getting transported from our discussion, for out of that discussion, into another, hi, I'm, I am God, I am, I, I have, can, I don't know, something I, or other. I'm okay. physically moving the conversation. I on just noticed we're now. not, okay, so first of all, when you said that, the well that we were in, the little weighty well, where Malachi was God for some reason, uh, just faded away, and now we're back in in uh, we're back in love, uh, the famous love that we know. Still smells like piss. Smells uh, like King spirit. Also, I I feel like we're being followed because, like, here, here's the reason that I brought you here. Okay, besides watching this episode of Community. Yeah, I got a voicemail from some some assholes telling me to Raytheon Jr. I was like, man, I saw Raytheon Jr. die. You don't need to like. You don't need to fucking fuck with me that way, man. Raytheon Jr. Like, had a heart attack. He's bearing a red herb. I thought this was get shot. There's a Raytheon Jr.? Yeah. That's why there's a Junior Jr. Raytheon, I mean, like, I just think it was strange people. <laughs> and that, that's why there's the there's Raytheon Sr., then his grandson. S queer. S queer, yeah. We S queer. We S queer. <laughs> I hate myself. Um, uh, 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 I don't know how to pronouns in Spanish because I only know that L is the male pronouns and L is the female pronoun. Gendered language is dumb. Lesbian. Lesbians. Lesbians, let's be honest. Uh, okay, Drake. Okay, but wow. That's, you don't want to. You don't want to. I'm referring to. 
I know what line you're referring to, but I have also said lesbianist before I heard Drake say lesbianist. So I, <laughs> you know, because I've always called myself a lesbian. I mean, that's valid. Except yeah. for the stretch of time where I didn't. And, well, okay, can we talk about internal identification <laughs> real quick? Uh, sure. <laughs> Since I was like 10, I was like, yeah, I feel like a lesbian. I was like, be like kissing girls is gay. I want to kiss a girl. I do kind of understand the queer experience of being like, I don't, I don't feel like I want to kiss boys all the time, but like I do feel gay if I kiss a woman. I got that. Yeah. <laughs> kissing girls is gay. <laughs> Just like kissing my boyfriend. Kissing boys is also gay. <laughs> nice. To be, I think to be fair, any like any relationship we have is automatically gay, right? Yeah. <laughs> it also was. It was really funny because all this isn't funny because my friends were saying the F slur, even the ones who weren't queer, although most of them are in fact queer. But there was this thing where it was like, I bet you kiss girls, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I don't know why I feel so like, I don't know why I feel so seen hearing that. You know, it's weird being a minority, looking at a joke that is making fun of your identity, and then reclaiming that joke as a way to like joke about the fact that you're that identity. It's a weird thing. Uh, I say that broadly because I've both done that with people in my life who have done like unironic, like you you are a bad person because you don't believe in God. You are a bad person because you don't believe in God. You are a bad person because you don't believe in God. You are a bad person because you don't believe in God. You are a bad person because you don't believe in God. Zip, 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 there are things where, like, you shouldn't question, like, authority and government and the story, but, like, you shouldn't go to the point where you're, like, straight up diluting yourself. I, I know I shouldn't use that word, but it's, like... Uh, mm. There's a difference between doing research and then reading the ravings of uh, crazy authoritarians who have no... Who are base? Who are either purposefully lying about their own positions to further a narrative? Because, like, let's look at the majority of conspiracy theories. Like, they're criticizing liberal democracy, but they're not from like a leftist perspective. They're always from like a right-wing authoritarian, basically fascist perspective. Like the Clintons, the Bushes, like uh, Nixon. Uh, uh, the stuff that happened with MLK. This isn't stuff that's usually talked about, like in a wide in the conspiracy lens. Like this isn't talked about from like a leftist perspective, where we're like, oh, this is like capitalism is bad. It's all like these people have ties to like overarching governments. Who, if you look far enough into the literature. It's just dog whistles for Jewish people and, like, literal conspiracies that the Nazis perpetuate in their own propaganda. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> All right, so the, the, the Earth 
is uh, is conspiracy theories. And the uh, the one astronaut's like, wait, it's all anti-Semitic? And the other astronaut's like, always has been. It's not even just anti, like, a, it's a lot of it is anti-Semitism, but like, yeah. It's not just anti-Semitism. <laughs> it's mostly anti-Semitism. I mean, there, there is also the problem of, like, transphobias, reheated homophobias, reheated racism. Uh, yeah, I mean, bigotry is kind of like, we're just basically saying critical race theory is correct at this point, but like, yeah. there's critical actually, I want to talk about- theory is correct. Uh, certain books about it are cringy because they aren't actually academic books. They're yeah. It accidentally, this, because I am taking a Nazi Germany class and a conspiracy class, so I'm actually, like, this court, this, like, semester has kind of been, like, how to spot anti-Semitism on accident? <laughs> because, uh, learning about the history of the Jewish people in Germany, and also reading about conspiracy theories, kind of tells you a lot about how people feel about the Jewish population. In very disturbing ways. <laughs> I have to laugh or else I'll be very sad because it's... It's sad. I don't care what you say anymore. This is my wife. I don't care what you my say wife. anymore. This is my <laughs> wife. My wife. Here's the thing. The little lines like my wife. Here's the thing. I like sex. Those are like still funny to me. Like when they're done with like decent timing. Those are like still funny to me. But like when they're done with like. What I find funny is that that's the things that people remember from Borat. And so when Borat two and it was like highly critical of like right wing authoritarianism, everyone was like, ah, why is it so political? I'm like, did. Do you know anything about the original movie that you're talking, that you supposedly have reverence for? You were just too stupid to realize that it was a criticism of right-wing governments. <laughs> like... Wayne Davis was there. Sorry. I mean, and also, hot take. This is my hot take. I think that a lot of people underappreciate Bruno because it calls out homophobia. Right, like... I mean... Yeah. I think. I mean, that, isn't it also slightly homophobic itself because it's made by someone who's like not inherently queer? I. I don't know. I, by, I, by that, I don't. I don't mean that it's uh that it's inherently homophobic for someone who's not queer to make something about queerness. It's that that's the reason that it would usually end up being that way. It. It was two thousand nine. Yeah. It was 2009, and also it was anti-homophobia and pointing out how certain industries kind of, like, tokenize, like, queer. Right after uh, Prop 8, too. Yeah. Y'all, you, you brought up homophobia in 2009, and I'm just like, did y'all know that in California, like, we, we added to, like, our state constitution that marriage between a man and a woman? Because uh, people were saying that, like, if we didn't do that, they were going to start teaching five-year-olds that being gay was okay. And first of all, you should teach five-year-olds that being gay is okay. They're gay five-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> They're also trans five-year-olds, too. Uh-huh. I, I know that's a hot take that you can probably figure out, like, at that age, which 
studies indicate you can uh like understand that if you've been socialized one way and you feel uncomfortable with that socialization that you can like then identify that way it's usually a post-puberty thing but also some people can reach puberty at that age it's not that common but like it's not that far off i mean it's getting more and more common because as children's i i I like how instead of talking about the episode we're just talking about like things that spin off from believing conspiracy theories well i i feel like instead of talking about conspiracy the episode we're just like squashing the conspiracy theories well that's part of my problem is that i don't think this episode is like terrible but i find a lot of this media that which is conspiracy where it's like i it's the Uh, it's stuff that's like adjacent to like hunting ghosts and aliens that's like kitschy and like weird alt people watch uh that which is a very typecast thing uh most of that stuff is just like saying that the fascism isn't as dangerous as you would like to think it is that's literally what most of that shit is doing it drives me insane and i think this plays into that narrative a lot and i find it kind of dangerous yeah i I think it was a well-made piece of television but i don't necessarily think it was a good conspiracy theory no you feel me yeah i don't think it was i'm not yeah the episode isn't uh, it's not uh, it's it's not a conspiracy theory episode. Yeah. <laughs> like it just isn't. Yeah. No, I I agree. Yeah. It's not. I it's like it's like if you unironically called the Captain Captain America the Winter Soldier a, a spy espionage thriller. It ain't yeah. that shit. It ain't it. It, it wants has, to be. It's marketed it like that. It might get presented it. to you like and that in a way that makes you want to watch it, but yeah. that's not what it is. It is kind of disingenuous to have presented it like that, though. As yeah. someone who presented this episode as more of a conspiracy thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that, like, it necessarily was trying to do that, but there is a... Within the episode, there is this narrative of, like, oh, you can, like, fall down the rabbit hole and find the real truth. Oh, God. You know what we should talk about because we have HBO Max? Conspiracy? Yeah. It was, the movie's uh, very good. It made me cry. Or uh, maybe not that one. I'm not sure. Uh, the new, like, down the rabbit It's, like, down the... Something about the QAnon the stuff. Documentary, yeah. Oh, the There's QAnon Q- documentary? Oh, I thought you were going to say Conspiracy, yeah. the movie, though, I mean, which movie- is about the... Oh, it's fuck, what's that conference called? Yeah, uh, fuck. It's like it's, the Vaughn the the was planned out. Uh, Robert Evans has mentioned it a few times. I've mentioned it on the podcast a few times. Malachi has... Wait, sorry, say that again. We're all lawyers. <laughs> I, I, I just yell, lawyers! But there's a, a QAnon uh, uh, documentary, and apparently... It's bad because they started making in 2008. <laughs> or not 2008, sorry, not... Shit, 2018? Blah. I forgot that it was 2021. I, I... My brain went back to 2011 for some reason. Are we going to just get very mad and yell about how they're aiding fascists? Because that's probably what that... If it's bad, that's probably what's going to be. <laughs> what, what happened was it started being made when, like, you could count the amount of people who unironically believed in QAnon on your hand. So it's basically like when Pizzagate was like the thing before QAnon. 
which I think Pizzagate is kind of like... Oh, Pizzagate uh, is Q. Yeah, it's like... That shit's... That's that a whole that, bag That of stuff work. was based off the Q posts. Yeah. That's like, uh, what? December 2017, right? Um, okay. I, I think it might have been before that, but I don't specifically recall. I... I can... I will, I, I, I will say, I will say that like uh, even though I haven't seen this documentary, I trust the people who say that it's like uh, weird because he started too early and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Q Clearance is yeah. a good podcast about it. Uh, I think Behind the Bash just has a couple episodes on QAnon. Uh, December like 2016 me. was when the thing happened. Like, I like the QAnon Anonymous podcast that I've listened to occasionally. Yeah. Uh, also, like, whenever, like, someone like Sarah Hightower, uh, she's generally a, a real reliable, at least to me, uh, kind of person to talk about. Uh, not conspiracy, more the cult, more like, you know, like cult groups and whatnot. Like, I mean, QAnon is a cult. Like, I mean, like, I mean, like, on, it's kind of just, just, just fascism. Like, 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 um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. The thing that the people in QAnon believe is not too dissimilar to what the people who were ardent supporters of the Nazi regime in Germany believed in. Yeah. And you know what's also not too dissimilar from? The things that uh, Pentecostals and evangelical Christians believe. When it's uh, specifically the like late uh, days people, like the the ones who are straight up a death cult. Yeah. Like, is someone who went to this time? I'm just gonna say a Christian Zionist church. Um, every phrase I've used to refer to this church has been fairly accurate, by the way. I I don't doubt that. <laughs> um, so, as Christian Zionists, they believe that the that we need to have the Jews in Israel because that's how the world ends. Because when the Jews are in Israel, they have a war with the Muslims, and then Jesus will come and slaughter all of them. And then the Christians get to rule the earth. This is what Christians actually believe. So, fuck, I zoned out. I'm so sorry. I Twitter happened again. Do you want me to explain what Christian death cults actually believe again, Malachi? No, I know. I just, I'm, I, I, I was apologizing for zoning out. Yeah, it was a Christian Zionism would lead to the end of the world, and like I, I even mentioned the part that gets glossed over, which is the lot of wars that would happen between the non-Christian Abrahamic religions, and then Jesus comes and genocides them. I was about to say, isn't a lot of Zionism from like these Christian sects like really anti-Semitic? Because it's basically just like it has to be the Jews, and you basically need to sacrifice the Jews so Jesus could come back. Yes, because the cat, even the Catholic, the, or so the Catholic Church, 
is like the only like Christian denomination that has formally like said that the Jews aren't the ones who killed Jesus. I think I'm not surprised. And there was the, like like they only recently just did that, which in a way that's them taking responsibility because they are in fact the Romans of today. Yeah. Hey. Also, as much as like there were a lot of uh priest uh like catholic priest and like the catholic church in general like helped yeah. a lot like helped a decent amount of people during like the nazi regime <laughs> while we're still talking about the general realm of conspiracism oh, yeah. no. like because they were kind of anti the like they weren't anti anti they were kind of anti the outright bigotry against jewish people yeah they weren't they weren't uh all right, so you know how I, like, get really annoyed when people compare, like, mild racism and extreme racism as though they're the same suit, but I also get annoyed when people, like, act like mild racism isn't a problem? Yeah, it's... They're th they were like that, but with anti-Semitism specifically. They were... Like, they were, they were mildly anti-Semitic versus they... extremely. Does that make sense? As, like, an organizational whole, they weren't, like super pro there were specific instances of people within the church that were like yeah. helped the communities and specifically like within germany i also believe the pope at the time was trying to do some stuff with that but initially it's really fucky it's talking about a lot of moving individual parts it's it's talking about organizations and individuals at the same time which gets tricky yeah <laughs> Yep, history's a motherfucker, especially when, like, when, like, how do I say, when you're in a situation where one of the better case scenarios is, gee, I hope those mildly racist people uh, uh, did some nice things on an individual level, that's when you know you're really fucked. Well, yeah, look at the fucking Enlightenment thinkers. <laughs> like, oh my god, I might have to add another part to my Sam Harris video essay. Just because I realized that Voltaire was also extremely anti-Semitic. <laughs> oh, great. Am I going to have to read some, like, JQ shit for you? So, <laughs> is there anything we want to bring up while we're shooting the shit and talking about conspiracism? <laughs> I feel like we should at least say something about this episode. There's a pillow will... fort, for Christ's sake. It's nice. Yeah. This isn't the first time that kind of stuff shows up, so that. Yeah. Actually, I think it is the first time. It's it's not the last time it it's shows up. It's not the up, last time. There's, um, there's the the blanket versus pillow fort thing. Yeah, I like Let's Troy and Ahmed. Sorry. Of course you do. You're by. You're a friend of theirs. I I, also, I I like them a lot. They have a good chemistry. Yeah, I, I didn't realize. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, you first. I didn't realize that the uh, the Troy and Ahmed thing at the end was them going to be like we should write a screenplay together. Yeah, I, I, like when I when I saw that, I'm like, "Is this our podcast?" <laughs> now, if only Annie was there. Yeah, we try not to sexualize them. Yeah. So we're gonna get a wiener dog and name it Malachi's dick. <laughs> why? Why are we gonna get a wiener dog and name it after my penis? Just get yeah, a hand. Names, get, get, die. There's, I, there's so many ways that you could take this, and I, I was gonna do Mal, Mal's boobs, but 
like, I just, I don't even want to do that. I just want this to end. <laughs> okay, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, uh, Troy Navet's chemistry is really good, and I also like how it works as uh, romantic or best friends. Or yeah. both. Or both. Well, I think sometimes, I sometimes it depends. You see, human relationships. Yeah. I mean, is it just like two queer people be, like being friends? Like, just like... <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact... Yeah. Like, two single I, queer people... Here's the thing, I not even... About, I pound you like a boy. That didn't come out right. Actually, I knew pound you like a man. I'm sorry, what am I, James Brooke? Put on. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Um, oh, I, 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 I oh, the, oh, it was, uh, yeah. if, if, if it wasn't for the fact that I'm, like, the only single person on this podcast, I'm pretty sure people would think that we were, like, all in, like, some sort of lesbian ruffle. Yeah. I think people would still think that. They, they think that we're in a, a pansexual, uh, quintuple. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if I didn't say how monogamous I was constantly so I can feel valid in being a queer monogamous person, because... And that's valid as hell. Yeah, it is valid as hell. It's valid as hell. I just feel like a lot of people end up playing into their queerness by accidentally playing into queer stereotypes of, like, that queer people are inherently, like, polyamorous and don't settle down, which is really weird. But, like, if that's a you thing, that's fine. But that's not, like, all queerness. I, I have this thing where I'm fine with people embracing certain things that they want to. I mean, that's, but yeah, on an individual level. Yeah, it's the whole, like, they, when they project it onto the whole community and, like, assume people are straight and cis because they, also, they don't also participate in another thing. Or they act yeah. like someone's less gay. Because, like, before you came out as non-binary, sometimes it would feel like it would imply that you were less... Uh, less queer for being monogamous yeah a lot of people like, because i was dating at someone and, who uh sometimes identifies or at most times identifies as a woman and i identified as a man at that point that i was less queer than them yeah. which is a big fucking yikes also yeah. i whipped when i said yikes i know that people out there couldn't see that i just you let that to us. be known yeah <laughs> uh Look, here's the thing. A lot of the visual gags I do when we are on camera for each other, but not other people, <laughs> is just for the homies. <laughs> I mean, you get to see how much I physically cringe at stuff now, so I guess uh, that's cool. I, I, I would make. I like make some of the jokes that are about like the harmful things people say. Yeah. And sometimes I, I like, I, I tend to try and clarify that I'm joking. And that I think they actually unironically thinking that thing is harmful. Yeah, but like you have to be, you have to clarify that. Yeah, I, because it's like, because mm, oh, because mm. when you start unironically thinking those things, you just like reinforce the problems that we're like fighting against, just from yeah. a different direction. <sighs> but that uh, that. Uh, uh. I don't. You are making me crazy. So won't you please come? So won't you please come? 
Okay. So won't you please go home? <gasps> That's like my favorite album. <laughs> Milo, got a girl with a wrecking machine when it comes to I did a little bit of a Beatles reference, and the reason I started singing 20 Flight Rock uh, was because they said, send it to Chicago for repairs, tell it's fixed, I'm using the stairs. And that actually, wasn't that the song? That, um, that was Paul the song McCartney that, singing that song is what got to, him into He sang yeah. it to John the first time they met, and John was impressed. He knew all the words, but he was like, please join the clearing. And, and that's in... Eddie Cochran song, who's a uh, really dick. But I do have some things that I can say about the episode. Go ahead. I like the performance of the police, the that that cop. Yeah. He shows yeah. up in two episodes. Like in one of them, he's just like, "Didn't I teach? Didn't I teach you the dangers of gun safety? Of like prop gun safety?" <laughs> um, and in the larger cut, it's just I uh, just. Then there's some, I, I love that character, some of the stuff that they do, just because he's really not, I'm, I'm going to cut this out, but like, one of the things he says is, and then just leaves the room. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Um, it's just like, you're not good at this, champ, are you? Oh, one of the characters, one of the characters I really like, this is, this is from the teacher, who... Does uh, Professor Professorson? Yeah. Or Yeah. Better. Probably one of the, my favorite line reading line reads in all of the series, if I'm being honest, is Talk to your father, correct? So, sorry. Isn't that right? Drama Professor Sean Darity. <laughs> don't don't. I I also like that. Just talk to your father, Craig. That was really good. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> also, this the Jim Rash is really this episode. Like he's he's just chewing it up in this episode. Honestly, just... hot take: uh, mm-hmm. the live action uh, Batman movie should copy uh, Harley Quinn when it comes to some casting choices. Sorry, what? I was just making a reference to Red Alert. Ash Jeff, you silly fuck. I, basically, I'm saying that... I'm disappointed. Live you know, action. You know, here, wait. I have a question. If you had to make a Batman movie, what would you do? Oh, now, God. this doesn't have to be in the context of any greater universe or anything. If you mm. were like, hey, you you have the rights to, to make a Batman movie, what movie are you making? I think I would just 
I would either copy B Tass but cast Ben Affleck, you know? Like I would do a, yeah. I would do like a B Tass storyline. Like a one of the like the multi part episodes, but it's like rewritten to be a movie and slightly modernized. I think that would be my jumping off point and I would cast Ben Affleck. That's like really good casting. I I like just the visual alone justifies it, but like he did a good job for what he was given, and I, I stand by that. Now, if only he was given something good. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, have I meant... Okay, I'm, I'm not going to mention this in the Snyder Cut episode, but Jerf, if we don't weigh my, my rating of that involves the Whedon Cut, we actually have the same score for the Snyder Cut. <laughs> I still haven't said my score out loud for the Snyder Cut, and I, I won't mean, until we record the episode. Yeah. Mine's kind. How do I say this? Mine's kind. I knew your. How do I? Six point nine, kind of a meme answer. So I was yeah. just like four point two. Like I do stay. Like it's. Yeah. But it's not like a specific like concrete score. Yeah. You know. Yeah. My my um, thing is that it it made sense because like again okay if I were to do a fake college course actually here's what we'll do we'll uh, we'll take a small break so I can like pee and stuff. And then we'll go into a conversation where we'll say what courses we would teach in a fake college class. Okay. So I, I don't have to. I don't have to do the Batman question. You. I mean, you can. Okay. Well, here, I'll, I'll go pee while you take the. Well, you do the Batman question because I, okay. I, I accidentally like fucked that over. I'm sorry. You're you're valid. <laughs> so I, I I was putting thought into it, and I'm just like I'm still not exactly sure who would play Batman is the thing. Yeah. Oh, I here's the thing. I would do a parallel universe to the DCEU, uh, basically, because I do like a lot of the cast and choices that Zack Snyder made. I feel like Zack Snyder could be a good, like, casting person. And not just because I think he's made some good choices with, like, the people he's like, hey, I think this guy should play this person and stuff like that, but also because yeah. I think he's not a creep. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. Go, go pee. Oh, sorry, I, uh, I, I, I raised, raised my hand. hand. Go, go piss your pants. Holy <laughs> shit! So, are you gonna cry? Maybe come a little. Sorry. Would you? What movie would you like to make? If you had to make a Batman movie. If or because there's like a few different things that I'd like to pull from. For I like how do I say it? elements of not a first year Batman, but it's not fully. It's not super. It's relatively early in the in his career, but like it's it's already established kind of the world exists in some yeah. form but the film isn't going to exactly clarify like how much like it could be a, a just a one kind of film and it would be more so pulling from the words like jokes and riddles uh like you could pull some just like a variety of like different kind of concepts from maybe even like just like 
get some grant like get like you want to like I, I want to have some influence also from some things that Grant Morrison pulled from. So it wouldn't necessarily be from his run, but like I think there might be elements of things from like the the Golden Age and Silver Age that had been pulled from, kind of perhaps incorporated in the story, but just kind of the basic. Um, the, it, it's the, it's more like Batman kind of talking about a traumatic thing to a person is kind of, would be the framing device, and it would just be going through this giant like open kind of like it's a, it's a conflict that has multi kind of like layers of Batman like going like you see the detective side of him to an extent like you get little. It's like it's the the all around kind of Batman, just like. But it's also like it's it's a film more so like highlighting how like he's a very like he's still he's a human, and like the yeah. thing is just like I don't know if I can have a relationship with people. Like, I, how can I function after some of this? Stuff? So what it's you're like, saying like, is, wait, is it like the I don't know how I can have any like friendships or the i don't know if i can be a parent or i don't know if i can be a romantic that not like i'm not like explicit i'm not how do i say this i'm not explicitly saying that right now but like yes that is kind of like the idea um yeah. uh <laughs> these are things that i do like exploring with batman it makes it'd sense be, for his character it'd be broadly going against the idea of like the bat family isn't like how do, it's the film is kind of working to be like the bat family is good and like having friends that support you is a good thing actually Hot yeah thing. especially because uh when batman is at his best what's going on is he has uh he has like uh, a robin a nightwing a batgirl uh, uh red hood's like his friend red robin exists he has the whole Justice League as his homies. He calls Aquaman over to do try and do impossible things just so that they can have beers together. Shit like that. Nice. Like, like I, 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 uh, sorry. I, I really hate when people are like Batman doesn't have friends because I, I get that like because he's a depressed person, he ends up in situations where he's in stretches where he doesn't but, have friends. But that's also like, that like the opposite of what the story of Batman is supposed to be. Like his yeah. strength is yes. his is his ability to deduce things and his fucking friendships. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of it stems from people trying to do like table, Tower of Babel badly. Tower of Babel being a JLA story from Grant Morrison's run. It's it's the one where Batman has a, a strategy. Contingency it's the, plan. I have, yeah, it's, I have a contingency yeah. plan to take down every member of the Justice League. Like, so, like the those... reason why something like that works is because it's Grant Morrison who who wrote it, and they know how to write Batman. Also, the... also uh, <laughs> if I recall correctly, Superman's like, "Hey, wait a second. Why don't you have a if Batman goes bad contingency plan?" And Batman's just like, "I do." It's called the Justice League. <laughs> like, which is such a, that's a good line. And so it's like how he actually feels about the Justice League. Yeah, the 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 
I want to either it's either I want I want both of my Batman movies do not have Bruce Wayne as the main character. I either want Dick Grayson to be Batman because Dick Grayson is the best Batman and you can fucking fight me on this. Or to do a Batman Beyond movie. Yeah, or a Batman Beyond movie. I didn't realize I wanted to make that movie until you said, "Oh, you have an idea," and then I'm like, "Oh wait, yeah, I totally have an idea." Yeah, I was like, "I have a your whole... Batman Beyond spec script." We all know you have, because I have a treatment in the back of my head for one too. But my mine is more in line with either. Uh, I have two actually. One one of them was a, hey, a D- Zack Snyder, please just listen to me instead of yourself for a second. Uh, and one of them is. Just basically, again, take what what works from the actual animated series and make it into a film. You know, my pitch is basically a Spider-Man like beginning. Like, take the good elements of like Dick Grayson, and then take the elements of Peter Parker, mold that together, and make Terry McGinnis, and have Bruce Wayne uh, be Oracle. Basically, is yeah. like how that starts and you start with Derek powers as the main villain i i have the sequel villain planned out for that too uh oh for the record i didn't mention some other things uh, i would throw in kyle rayner not as a green lantern just as a person and cast myself hey what about white lantern because he's That's so white ah you motherfucker I actually, how to, in the story that I keep recommending that he's in, he's actually the White Lantern, but for yeah. most of it, he doesn't have his rank. Yeah. So it's just, it's a really good story. Also, I've shown you my team. Please respond. I showed you my Poison Ivy. She Poor fell down. The other movie that needs to be made is a Batman movie that actually takes Bane as a serious fucking villain. Yeah, Holy shit. Like and makes him Hispanic. Makes yeah. him Hispanic his... and makes him the main villain, not a fucking henchman. Also, yeah. specifically, Bane is a good tactician. Like, yes. The reason, like, he, there's a reason he's able to defeat Batman. Granted, I don't think in Nightfall it's the greatest of, but like, he, he wins by, it's the combination of, of wit, strength, his undoing is his addiction to venom. Yeah, I was gonna say, already, like, like he's someone who is already. How do I say this? Like, addiction should be taken seriously in it too. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. like the thing that I would like is if you do a thing with Bane, if you would like have at some, if if it's multi films, like do set up Batman's relationship with Venom. That's I I would say set that up before, because like, I also think one of it's just I I don't know I just I like having a fallible Batman who fucks up occasionally and gets addicted to drugs maybe that's okay Not like okay the thing is like, make a Batman movie where he doesn't be a fucking god and he actually loses or he fucking like has like mental failings and isn't like some fucking god creature uh, that like murders people no, like my, my, he uh, has his own fucking issues he's a human being my Batman mentions how many broken ribs he has had in his life. Yeah. You know, and how many concussions he's had and how many ways he's done gone to reduce them and then he'll also make a reference in the fact that it hasn't really helped because he just keeps like in football. Did you know that if we took away most of the football gear we would actually have less injuries? Yeah. 
Uh, we got more concussions because of football helmets than less, right? Yeah. And yeah, and it's not because they don't work. It's because the yeah. game gets more aggressive as you put more gear on. Yeah. And I would have Batman acknowledge that like he is doing escalation. My Batman's a paranoid bitch. Well, my Batman is my Batman would be paranoid, but also have like in the way that I'm paranoid, where it's like, oh shit, things that actually could happen might happen, and yeah. like crazy in the way that I'm crazy, where it's like, oh shit, this thing that's actually a problem, but I'm I'm totally overblowing it, you know? Yeah. If we ever, how do I say this? If the other idea that I wanted to go into or story that I'd want to take from is, like, Batman R.I.P. and the Black Glove stuff, because, and I don't want to, I feel, can I spoil something? Sure. For who? Because, like, for you, because you don't read comics. Is this a call-out post? Kind of, yeah. I'm poor. I'll give you free links, you bitch. (laughs) I mean, I won't send you stuff. I know, that was just the historical reason that I don't actually read comic books. I get it. I don't, I have a lot of comics that I haven't read, which I feel bad about, because, like, it's just a lot of, anyway. um, I don't even specifically remember, and I'm trying also not to, there is a villain who would, who would, who you would be led to believe might be at someone's father. Uh And I think it'd be interesting to maybe subvert that by doing a film where it's not like it's him de- it's you have Bruce dealing with the trauma of like stuff that like you could establish that like his parents have done like you don't go the direction that the Waynes are saying that's or like entirely saying that like they're yeah well it wouldn't enti- it wouldn't just be about that it would just be like kind of like a root cause that leads that like goes in to the other stuff of like the villain isn't necessarily... How do I say this? It's... How do I say this? Like, it could come, like, after, like... I. It, how do I... It could be someone intentionally trying to be like, I'm your dad, Bruce! But it's... Like, you could also... I'm the Joker, baby! Elements of, like, Hush in here. I'm like, I think a movie of those two stories could be interesting. You know... You could is take Hush what you do is you take that element from Hush where uh, they where uh, spoilers for Hush where they dig up Jason Todd's grave, uh, but it's well, Thomas well, Wayne's. In it. That could be interesting. But I like wow. how I, I like the idea of Wait. that person doing it. The but if Jason Todd's not in Jason Todd's grave, then where's Jason Todd? Why is there a guy in a red hood shooting at me? Well, I mean, there, there. I do. I do like. How do I say this? I do like some of the explanations that happen. And um, there's like a Judd Winnick did like a series that takes place between. Uh, um, I'm forgetting the name of it, but uh, there's like elements of. How do I say this? I love Raz Al Ghul. I love. I, I can't say his name, but I love that character in comics because he's kind of just like. I'm gonna, I'm Razzle just gonna, gonna like, Raish. I'm gonna, Raish, yeah, sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have this. Like, I'm Wait, gonna. Is it right? All right. So there's the thing where it's either Raz or Raish, and then there's like also Raz. Most of the live action says like Raz, but like I'm pretty sure in animated it, 
Yeah, I was gonna say, like, we've managed to go an hour on just this little segment. I don't know how you managed to find an hour's worth of magnetic tape, but I'm impressive. I'm you impressive. I'm impressed. I, mean, I am also impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> Wikipedia says oh, it's either Rage or Raz. Oh, okay, so the way I said it was right. Oh, because there's a thing where, like, uh, we're like, Talia corrects someone on how it's pronounced, but then goes on to say it wrong. According it's, to her. It's so uh, I don't I just dislike. I like Tal I would like actually Rachel Ghoul, but held by someone who wasn't trying to say, I want a realistic Batman film. I want someone where it's like, I want the mutant bats that are in the fucking Grant Morrison run. I want the fucking man bat like super soldiers. I want Look, I, I just want, want nice things for Bruce Wayne, and I look. I'm rooting for this very toxic relationship where they're trying to kill each other sometimes. Hey, look. Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange would be a good fucking like, like realistic Batman villain if you wanted to but do also, a realistic Batman. But it doesn't have to just be realistic. Like you could yeah. do. Oh my god, they should have used Hugo Strange as the fucking David Fincher-esque fucking Batman movie. Why didn't they use Hugo Strange? Hugo Strange and Scarecrow. They just didn't care. The Scarecrow oh. would also be good. Why'd they pick the Riddler? Because Seven. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, fuck. I mean... I feel like it might, how do I say this? Because of like the prominence of things like Zero Year, even though it's kind of removed from Scott yeah. Snyder's kind of influence. Um, like Zero Year is a popular kind of like relatively early Batman story in the like more recent years. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't like outshine year one, of course, yeah. but um, I... it is a good story for like, an, like it, it does, do a lot of interesting stuff with like Riddler as the primary villain. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like post that, that might be why they want to. But like, if you wanted to, you could go, like, I feel like it's like, it's, we could do this and this. It's like a bad combination. Like, yeah. Like, I feel like it is like a lot of just like, as filmmaking tends to be, decisions to appease a lot of different people that don't really appease anyone ultimately because of how they're made. Sorry. There are also like four comics, or uh, well, there are like two or three comics that I would avoid uh, actually adapting like my first Batman if I was doing a Batman trilogy, say. Yeah. The Long Halloween and the actual Batman Year One story are like as far off the table as possible. Like we can take elements from those. Yeah. But I would say as far the fuck away from those as possible. I do want an animated movie. Sick of those. Of the Long Halloween in the style of the Long Halloween. I want that so bad. Okay. <laughs> Caveat: If we're making cartoon movies, 
we can do it. We can just adapt a storyline into a straight cartoon. It works. They're, they're, comic books are just cartoons with less frames. Also, other books, other comics exist. Like, there's, it's yeah. more than yes. just, I, like. You notice how seriously I just said, I'm sick of those. I get like, it. Like, I'm, like, same. Like. No more so, Dark Knight Returns okay. influence. Fucking stop, please. Yeah, that too. That that too, but like that. That's the, like, later movies. Like, I wouldn't make my second and third ones, and I would not go be going that direction with it. I, how do I say I I'm, I like that it exists, but like there's other comics that exist. Too. It feels weird that people go to it so often, yeah. considering what it is. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it just. Here's the thing: as someone who mostly watches the cartoons and movies, yeah, and doesn't get to read comic books that often sick of these storylines being the ones that are adapted. It makes me not want to go and read those ones, and it makes me okay with just, like, watching recaps on them. Sure, I want to make... Oh, I want to make a Batman the Animated Series universe movie that is basically Mask of the Phantasm 2, where it takes that 90s plotline where it's the kid of Joe Chill taking the mantle of the reaper because in the comics in that arc joke chill gets fucking murdered uh and he has the gun that killed thomas and martha wayne and he's trying to hunt down batman that is a thing i want so bad and part of me wants to make my own reaper live action movie but it's not gonna be as good as mask of the phantasm so i'm not gonna fucking do that Mask of the Phantasm, but rewritten to be a live-action screenplay. <laughs> it would be less Mask of the Phantasm and more closer to the original, like, comic line, but, yeah, I don't... The Mask of the Phantasm's too fucking good. I can't make that movie. I showed my nephew that movie. It's good. Yeah. I... Oh, you know what movie we should talk about? What? Spaceballs. I fucking love Spaceballs. Holy shit, that's <sighs> one of my favorite. That was, like, one of my favorite movies when I was, like, 12. Oh, God, I love that movie. I gotta show my nephew Spaceballs. Mel Brooks is so good. Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks is so good. Holy Hot shit. take. Reject tradition, which is people simping over Monty Python. Embrace modernity, though, which is recognizing that Mel Brooks is, like, better at social commentary. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I think that minorities are pretty good at social commentary. Yeah. Also, I don't know anything that Mel Brooks did that was very transphobic. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, you might be surprised if we look hard enough. Yeah. Not to, I don't think he did, but I'm just like, and I don't want to like say it's impossible. I also uh, probably there somewhere, there, but I there's also as much as I hate the it was another time thing when it comes to some statements that people make legitimately it was another time they just didn't know better yeah like, it, it's ah. not like i feel like if he did say anything he hopefully has like you know Apologized been more aware and... because like i feel like he's how do i i feel like he's someone who's like more cognizant of certain things but it's yeah. not like it wouldn't surprise me if like in his life that he doesn't have to interact with like the topic of transness so like yeah 
it yeah. might not be something that he's particularly great on. I'm not yeah. saying that he'd be bad on it. I'm just it could be a Noam Chomsky on the issue is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Noam Chomsky. Oh, was a big influence because my dad one year like when I was really young got it for me on a DVD for my birthday, and he, like, thought it was the first star-rated movie. He let me see. Like, <laughs> you he could I didn't realize make that he a Mel Brooks movie today. I just saw Blazing Saddles yesterday. Well, also, just, like, I was given this movie for, like, somewhat cringe reasons, because it's, it's just, just like, like, you know who likes saying the N-word? I not me. <laughs> I know, you were quoting... Right? Can I see you, you all saw what I did, right? Yeah. Oh, just like, wait, what are they going to do? They're going to say the N-word? Yeah, I was like... You <laughs> fucks, I can't do that. I, I, I can't. I mean, I could, but like, I... Ah, oh, fuck. When the people who say that we can't make a Mel Brooks uh, movie today, uh, yeah, wrote Just want to say the N word. She hates time. Make it stop. When did Satan All right. I also have to clarify. Uh, that song is a, by that Bowling for Soup song, 1985. Well, they, they wrote additional lyrics for it, but the, the song had been like recorded by another band the year before. And the song had been like recorded. Their version is actually called 1985. Parentheses original and parentheses. That's fucking. Original and parentheses. So you know, you're telling me that All Star wasn't written for Shrek. It was what? an original movie too. Wasn't that in a like a Ben Stiller movie originally? Yeah, it was written for uh, was it Mystery Men or something? Like yeah, that? Mystery Men. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Ben Stiller's in the uh, music, music video because it, it yeah. shows clips from the movie and like yeah they they shot like the music parts. In, should like, we sh we should review the Mystery Men and like a superhero month for the shits and giggles? Because isn't that movie basically just like here's a bunch of fucking superheroes? Are we still gonna do that teach the college course thing? <laughs> Well, we did that at the top of the episode. No, we were gonna do it again at the end because we, because we, we, the bit went over our heads because I couldn't remember specifically what episode this was. And I was you like a lot of little references. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. When I was watching, I was like, this episode's on my mind a lot.
Somebody once told me the world was gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Cause looking kinda dumb with my finger in my love in the shape of an L on my forehead. Well. I wish we were in the same place so we could harmonize. I mean, technically we did harmonize the other day. But... I'm so sorry. <laughs> we were all seeing Basket Case while you were streaming? Every time I hear Basket Case, I think Insomnia. Brain Stew? Yeah, I think Brain Stew every time I hear Basket Case. I don't know Every time you hear Basket Case, you think... I'm having trouble trying to sleep. Look, hear me out. My lungs comfort me with joy. That's from a song. You might not know the name of it. Called oh. Green Day. Yeah, it's Green Day by Green Day. Yeah. Well, Green Day by like Miracles Children or something like hey, that. You want that became Green Day? I think, well, I mean, at least, like, originally, but it, it, it was released, like, on yeah, an album. It was, it was released as a Green Day song. I want to re- <laughs> start getting medication now because, uh, for, for just whatever, because now there is no reason to get misgendered at the pharmacy. Because at Walmart, they now have a thing in your system where instead of biological sex, it's based on gender identity. And so, like, they have a non-binary option. Nice. But Walmart doesn't sell weed. <laughs> you yeah. know, I need to go to Target. Yet. <laughs> Yet. If New York somehow figures out a way to legalize and, like, have it available before New Jersey does, I would not be surprised if they do. There's I also just... wouldn't be surprised if New York is a slightly, like, worse job of, like, uh, forgiving, not forgiving, but like of uh, fixing some wrongs in terms of people that are currently incarcerated. Yeah, I can't remember the. Full, there's a word for it. What? I don't think it's reciprocity. Uh, I don't. It's when they uh, when they expunge, yeah. expunging of records uh, for. Criminal, for, non, for non-violent criminal. drug offenders who are locked yeah. up for weed? Specifically, yeah. Uh, for for things, I think the way that the, the best way to do it is like uh, oh, if they're okay. if what they did wouldn't be a crime under the new laws, yeah, then they're expunged. If it would be that a crime, their their uh, their sentencing is restructured to be based on the new law instead. So yeah. some so like a lot of people who would have done a crime still. As long as it was nonviolent, they'd be released, you know? Yeah. Expunge and release. Cause some... You want to know why I said... Catch oh, a fuck. release imprisonment. Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> you motherfucker. I hate you. <laughs> you laugh. That's, 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 uh, that's, that's, what I, that's, that's what I tried to do. Because that's what you just described. <laughs> Well, I went to a secondary location, as you could say. Well, I mean, they're already in prison in this situation, <laughs> Malachi. 
We've already catched them. God, we well, need no, to release this is what the three strikes rule basically did, right? You just catch and release. You keep catching the same fish over and over again until you catch fish <laughs> permanently. <laughs> Look, Someone you catch a fish three times. <laughs> if I catch the same fish three times, that fish wants to be your friend. Are your dindin? Or it's into some kind of weird. It likes its jaw getting yanked. Maybe I don't. You ever go fishing, and then you take the fish out, and then the fish whispers, "Daddy," and you're like, "No." You should have. You, I could have said no much earlier. You could, you could have stopped the statement at, at "You ever go fishing?" I could have went no. (laughs) All right, let's start. Let's go through the same. Have you ever gone fishing? Yes. What was the next question? Next part of the question. I always I feel bad the few times I've gone fishing because I always. Didn't get the. I always ended up hurting the fish, and I didn't want to. I, like I wanted to release, never, but like it just fucked mm, the fish up, and I, 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 I'm cringing too. I'm also cringing because I would like accidentally hurt myself with like hooks and Probably stuff. Probably same. Yeah, same. I got pretty good at casting my line eventually, but oh. Uh, I got hooked in the back of the. <laughs> I said, oh, oh, why I said, fuck me. <laughs> so Isn't I, the same reason I, I screamed, ah? To a secondary location. All right. And I'm, I have my camera on, so, like, I'm going through some, some battery. So I went, and I plugged in my phone to charge. Except, I didn't have it plugged in, so it was just, I looked and it was just like, wait, it's aged. It's at 18%. Why isn't it charging? And then I looked, and then it was just in, like, one of the... Like, I keep doing it on this particular one where I plug it in one, and I'll look, and it very clearly isn't plugged in, but for some reason I'll go, like, good enough. I I forgot that... Sorry, that I I needed to mention this. I forgot that when you have, like, uh, post-traumatic stress problems... Uh, even things that weren't necessarily traumatic events, uh, trigger your, your like, as, you know, yeah. like it, I, I reacted to like the memory of getting hurt fishing way worse than I should have. Hey, y'all, we should stop this recording. Yeah, we should. Uh, I'm sorry, the... you have to edit this, Jerf. All uh, right. So earlier in the recording, Jeffrey had a great idea. Which was uh, asking us uh, which <laughs> what, what fake college course we would teach. Uh, I I have an answer now. Mine would be a, a like an introduction into why uh, one to ten ratings are bad. Uh, my my second class would of course be uh, how I personally do one to ten ratings, That's and fun. I think that it would actually give my students a good like uh, insight into like the grading process. <laughs> Class 101 is my answer. Uh, class 101 and learning are uh, definitely... <laughs> God damn it. No. <laughs> I would... Uh, learning! You, you know, sorry, what was that, Jerf? I, I'd go with math. You know, just... Numbers. Hi. Malachi, you wouldn't do like a class on why Sam Harris is a fuck. Uh, 
Ari said I wanted to teach a class about fascism, Mikey. I mean, probably, probably, probably. To clarify, I don't think Sam Harris is a fascist. Maybe not, but there's there are so many in my weird and pervasive interests. I mean, Legion. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that, in a sense, they've done a tribute to a fi- to a, a fake class on Legion. I don't like you saying doing a tribute. That my my brain went to a bad place when you said that. <laughs> a cum tribute. Yes, exactly. Look, we live in a society. Wait, just, okay. You've never done a cum tribute to Legion. I have not. I haven't. Ooh. One second. Sorry. Gotta... Uh, yeah, it's fine. Um. I'm doing an edit thing. Uh, oh, Mikey, what video essays do you want to make? Alright, alright, alright. So there's the uh, ones about ratings. I, I've, I've said a few things before. I, I, I like. I want to do a Bill and Ted essay. I want to do a Transformers essay. I want to do a Team and T essay. What, there are a lot of wait. What's what's the there. what's the Transformers essay? I just I want to do one on Transformers. I'm not sure exactly what, but I know I have one in me. Okay, because so my... a lot of them have to do with like how I feel about things, and then spinning that into like, and here's how that affects the real world, and also here's how. That is influenced by being oddly a minority. I mean, the Transformers one would probably mostly relate to uh, playing with the Transformers with uh, a Mexican kid. May may I may I throw an idea your way? Putting the trans in Transformers. Fuck. And th- to be fair, I would <laughs> on like the non. The Transformers one would be more complicated because I would actually have to like read a comic book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I also have a I have a Batman essay somewhere in the back of my mind too. So uh, there's what? a series of videos on Grant Morrison's yeah. Batman run that I, I like blanked on a few of my essays. Okay, so what if there was an AI? Okay, that was just your perfect person, you know, just and. This this AI could consent, okay? Would you fuck? I'm forgetting the pitch, but you know, let's say hypothetically, BJ Novak. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Uh, would you fuck your uh, your sex robot if it came to life? That's a video essay I want to do. Yeah. We brought it back, baby. It would be based on a, a story written by B.J. Novak, but also a, uh, to tie it into the community, uh, Dan Harmon's girlfriend made a Quibi series <laughs> that the ad for it just made me think about this thing, and I wanted to, like, compare the two and, like, then have it spin off into, like, existential questions about, like, what is right and what is wrong? Do Would you like, have access to the Quippy stuff now? Where is where did uh, all so that the media thing. go? Here's the thing: I kind of all I don't have access to it because uh, on my phone plan I had free Quibi, but 
the person who is in control of the phone plan, because I'm on someone else's plan, it, it was like, no, you can't be an authorized user to tell them this stuff. And I'm like, dude, there's so many things that you can get. But I need to catch just... a quid fee. Uh, to be fair, that uh, some of the things that uh, are on Quibi have been released on YouTube by yeah. Quibi, and some of them have been um, are going to be released elsewhere, but in a different form because the whole thing is just anti-union. You know what's horny yeah, just... for Quibi? Uh, not me. Sorry. Yeah. It's either yeah. you or not you. Hurt the character. Me is saying not. Wait, are you? Yeah, me. Yes. Not I. I also want to talk about like yellow fever and uh, and certain Asian like stuff in music, and that was before the stuff that happened recently yep. happened. Uh, I also, in a, in a related essay, would be uh, Pinkerton and incel culture. Yeah. I mean, like, how many... We're not on Twitch. How many essays could this be done off of the discography of, what is it, two, 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 tone, two... The song that has the samplings of, like, of, of some lines from a movie... Of uh, the 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 Vietnamese prostitute from yeah. uh, Full Metal oh, Jacket. The, uh, or are you talking about the song Asian it, Girls? Too is it too long, crew? I crew. I'm forgetting the name of this this, this. two life crew. Yeah. There's also a Black Eyed Peas song. Let's. There's I'm a Mariah Carey song. I'm only saying this one time, and I'm cutting it out of the episode. Say the Black Eyed Peas one more time. The Black Eyed Peas? Ah! <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, did you just f- figure out the line? Or... No, I, I, I googled... Uh, Actual song that this band uh, put out. I'm trying to find the uh, Dan Olsen video about... Why the fuck? I, I googled... Why? I googled, uh, but googling it just led me to see porn. What? Okay, this is okay. Got, what the fuck the happened title with of the- this episode? Like, I love the stuff that we're saying, but like, what the fuck is this gonna sound like all together? I no, don't know. It'll sound like let conspiracy. me justify our art. It's like a conspiracy theory. It's muddled nonsense that is interesting on individual basis, but when you try to put everything together, it doesn't mean anything. And and well, and we're specifically anti-fascist, so like. And tell me there aren't Martians on the moon. I was trying to find this video, but googling for it made me find porn. Um. So, I want to make a video on they them pronouns. I want to make a video on how reactionaries don't understand how language works, which is probably end up being the they them video. And then I, I want to make the Chris Fleming video. I need to fucking refilm the Sam Harris video. You look a lot more confident on the camera than you did when you made that one. To yeah, be to be fair, I do. 
And also now I have a giant TV and an easy way to set up so I can like just read my script off of my television. Yeah. You can not like oh, you can get a program that like auto scrolls at like a teleprompter too. I got one on my phone. <laughs> so well, I mean well, on like your computer so that it's on yeah. your TV. Malachi, Mikey, you were both saying separately to me, which was kind of strange, but you both decided you, you both came up to me one day and said, you know what's so great about having a TV as a monitor? You know, mm. I can put my, my porn- pornographic movies and short films on full display for my enjoyment because I am, as you know, Joe, an avid connoisseur of, uh, of just real sucking and fucking. And I feel like the podcast is getting in the way of... Uh, my pornographic consumption. So I just, I like to put it up on the screen uh, when we record. Not really to, to like jerk, just kind of to appreciate the movement, the fluidity, you know, of the action. I just, I don't know why I'm telling you this in this accent that I'm specific. Like I told you, like you, if you ever tell me this again, you got to do it in this accent. Anyway, uh, my name is you, you know, because uh, I, I gave this copy pasta to insert name here. Um, anyway, goodbye. So, what do you have to say about that as I look up the, uh, the socials? Uh, Mikey, I knew that's I'd, where this was going. Uh, would you I, like to take it first? Uh, that definitely happened. Uh, I was there when <laughs> we said it. No, uh, I saw you say it to them. You say. No, no, I know it was separate instance, but here's the thing: I was there when I said it, and I was just out of the. I was just out of frame when Malachi said it. You didn't notice because the blocking, because we were in four three for some reason. Uh, but I'm, like, yeah, I was like just what would be the fifth on that the four of the aspect ratio is where I was. I did not watch porn on that television. <laughs> okay, so we can obviously tell that Mount is full of shit. <laughs> I'm not a crook. Um, but yeah, if you like people that watch pornography, if you like pornography, you can follow Malachi at MC underscore by underscore Malachi on Twitter. And if you like people who like people who watch pornography, you can follow Mikey at, at Ronald Alley too. And if you and like if you like people who like people who like people who watch like, pornography, you can follow Jerf at uh, whatever their ad is Jeff, this week. It is Jeff Jer- I changed it back to Jeff Jerpson because I kind of just, I like the Especially all together, Jeff Jeff Jepson. Um, But you know what? If you like things that flow together, that come to a cohesive unit, that a multiple. Oh fuck! I forgot to say cuck, and you think Kevin? Exactly. And to our and our other patron. Yeah. Yeah, and our their secret patron. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be announced, but also is really cool. Um, Invalid. Yes. I, I feel the need to clarify that they said and, not in. <laughs> That'd be a little weird. Yeah, but if you feel like things that are cohesive, you can follow the podcast as a whole at CCNC 
FM on Twitter or ccnc.fm on Instagram. If I could if if I could get like uh two grand a month from any of my sources, that would be great. That'd be pretty good. If you ever need get... a couch, friend. We should we should have the STEMI is UBI. If the if the stimulus check was UBI and we had rent control, I would be fine. So much of this episode is just going to be tidbits, and like I'm glad because like we really need tidbits, like yeah, mainly just because some episodes I don't feel like always doing because like I don't know where to put because like the idea of tidbits was something like I wanted to do like outtakes specifically for the patrons, but then uploading it for the patrons also, and just how do I say? We don't do enough, and then there's been times where we didn't produce enough stuff mm-hmm. to put something out. And yeah. so, like, whoops, tidbits content. Uh, we need to end, because I have yeah. to go cook food. Yeah, I, I just wanted to say about the tidbits, that it's supposed to be the stuff that was good, but, like, wasn't, uh, that, like, fucked with the flow and stuff, right? Kind of, it's, it's, it's more just, like, stuff that's, like, all... Sometimes it's also not as edited where it's just like a whole stack yeah. will get removed. But that's an important thing. Yeah, right.